The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Carl Malone, has, he's scored more points than anybody, and it's like, well, but is he really that good? I don't know. Like, that's what's going to happen to James. He's going to be a guy who's going to be at the top of all these leaderboards on uh, on all these uh, offensive categories, and people are like, yeah, but yeah, he, was kinda, he wasn't that good. I think his legacy is going to be defined by when he goes somewhere else and it goes sour there. That's what's going to define his career is that, yeah, it was a great scorer that was impossible to play with. And that's the other thing. With Greg Roman and Brian Dayball, one thing you can say about them that you can't say about really be enemy or Schottenheimer is they took quarterbacks that people had a whole lot of questions about and answered a whole lot of those questions. Yeah. Schottenheimer got hired to work with Russ once Russ was already Russ. Right. That's a pretty easy job. And his thing is he really hasn't been all that successful unless he had Russell Wilson. Right. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three. 713-780. ESPN is your number. Can they actually call in? Now that I think about it, uh, they can. It just takes some finagling, and I have to have Tyler. All right, never mind with that. You can text the show. Yeah, seven, text the show seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Can hit us up on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Uh, you're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler. F A O U R at A J is the real at Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates nine seven five. You can text the show uh, and uh, no Twitch because we're in the ninety two five studio. We're only on ninety two five, but we are on the app and the stream, so you can listen that way. If you can't hear us on 92.5, you've got Aggie Basketball over on 97.5. And uh, before we get rolling here, I just want to remind you, as a locally-based company, Gal Media believes in the concept of supporting local businesses, jobs, and our community. So we're asking you, our listeners, to hashtag keep it local. When you're shopping, eating out, taking out, or buying services, consider a local business and share your great experiences with hashtag keep it local. Listen for sponsors that support ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, then hashtag keep it local with them. Learn more at ESPN975.com slash keep it local and we're about to have the playoff rankings which i don't think we care about anything except the top six right yeah that's all that matters at this point yeah um so uh so yes it's hard in a slightly better carmelo anthony i think that's a very apt comparison I mean, remember when Carmelo was in his prime? He was, he, he was MVP, great. He was an MVP level player. Yeah, I, I, I think James Harden's a slightly better Carmelo Anthony. No, not Carmelo Anthony now. Obviously, right, right. He's, he's, he's a, a world's better Carmelo Anthony now. Right. But, but uh, Colorado twenty five, San Jose twenty four, Tulsa twenty three, NC State twenty two, Oklahoma State twenty one. There's your. Yeah, no. There's all the people you don't care about because right. none of them have a and chance. The only to one make that you. matters is it actually is like if Tulsa were higher. Then that might mean something more for Cincinnati, but all I it means I, is Cincinnati's best win will be over the twenty third team right, in the country. Right, Texas somehow still at twenty. The Raging Cajuns at nineteen. Miami drops to eighteen. They should be lower than that. They should be. If that was if that wasn't exposure, I don't know what yeah. will be. BYU seventeen. Iowa sixteen at six and two. Is Texas the highest ranked three loss team? Uh, probably. I would guess so. Yeah. 
Yeah, Boy, Miami should they should have tumbled. <laughs> I, I'd take Texas over Miami. I would right too. Now. Um, I might even take Louisiana over Miami. I right think now. I would too. Uh, okay, so that's uh, Iowa's at sixteen, at six and two. They just kind of quietly do what they always do. They're this is a, 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 it's a shortened but typical Iowa season. <laughs> yeah, and uh, of course they could speed this up because nobody cares about these teams. Well, they got to talk through and all. Bring Texas the highest. That's right. We shouldn't even pay attention until they pick, get to the top I know, six. That's I all know. That and then they take forever with that too. Okay, so North Carolina is oh, fifteen, the no, highest rated three three loss team, and deservedly so. Yeah, Northwestern fourteen. Boy, that's a uh, USC is up to thirteen. Which uh, how USC is thirteen and BYU is in the top five? I I don't understand the difference. You mean Ohio State? Yeah, yeah Ohio State. I don't. Uh, I don't know yeah, why. Coastal at twelve, Indiana at eleven. Do you get it? No, makes no sense. Because it's not like it's not like Ohio State's played some juggernaut schedule. They no, they avoided any. I, I think USC's actually played the harder schedule. They have. I, I don't understand that thirteen. And if you had them a little bit behind Ohio State, I guess I get it. Yeah, but why they're thirteen and Ohio State is somehow four? Just doesn't make sense to me. Be interesting to see. Like I said, if they're going to make a statement about the whole six game thing, it would be this week. But I don't know. I mean, it's hard to justify. I mean, A and M didn't play. Florida lost. What are you going to do? Yeah, I, it, it's it, the the USC thing is just confusing to me. I, I don't get it, but whatever. Uh, Oklahoma at ten. Not shocking. No, which probably at Iowa State, right? Right there with them. Oklahoma, they've got them right in position to sneak into the playoff and get drubbed by Alabama. <laughs> it's, they've, they can't help themselves. Yeah. They've got to do it. They, they they have to give them that chance. Yep. I mean, Oklahoma it, deserves a chance to get their ass whooped in the playoffs this year. We earned it. All hell would have to break loose, but we've seen it happen. Hell can break loose. There's your boys. Cincinnati down one from not playing this week to nine, which, okay. Um. I think that's too low, but all right. But again, they I mean they've played more games, but they haven't played anyone of note either. No. I mean I, I still think yeah, I, I I think their schedule's comparable to Ohio State's. So I do not, too. You know, that's but all right. Well But I again I guess it it boils down to me. Like if Cincinnati and Ohio State are this high, why is USC right so low? It doesn't make sense to me. And I get that Cincinnati's played more games, but they've played more games in Ohio State too. Well, if I'm a USC fan, I'm pissed off about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how you can justify putting Ohio State up there and not USC. Yeah, so because they've literally done the same thing. I'd, I'd have, I'd like to go and I'll check my number, and maybe I won't check my numbers. I'll check like someone else's power rate, like not even power ratings, but like strength of schedule numbers, and see if if somehow Ohio State's way better than USC or Cincinnati. But so Georgia's at eight, but I can't see them. Like Cincinnati probably jumps them with a win. OU probably jumps them with a win. I think they're just that's probably their ceiling. Would be my guess. They don't have any more meaningful games. Right, left. they're done. So, uh, Florida at seven. I don't know. I would have punished them more for that. And you know what? The only reason to leave Florida at seven is to put Aggie over Ohio State. Yeah, maybe so. That might be their thinking. But I guess they have to be ahead of Georgia, right? They did they did beat Georgia. So I'm looking, and I mean, I guess I disagree with this, but it is what it is. Uh, TeamRankings.com does a, a college football strength of schedule rankings and ratings. Uh, they have Ohio State at 12. Hmm. 
So Alabama, Georgia, Wisconsin, Aggie, Arkansas, Auburn, Clemson, Indiana, LSU, Florida, Oklahoma, Ohio State. They have USC, 33rd. And they have Cincinnati, 65th. Okay. Um, somebody says uh, USC has barely won all their games. Ohio State's blowing everyone out. Um, they didn't blow out Indiana. Rutgers game was a lot closer than it should have been. Which, by the way, they didn't blow out Indiana, who's literally the only halfway decent team that they've played this year. They... Yeah, the Penn State game was not a blowout. Uh, they blew out Nebraska to open, and they blew out Michigan State. Yeah, but they, they did not blow out all two their loss or two win Michigan State and two win Nebraska, right? That is correct. Well, congratulations. Get, why don't we just and, and give one them the win, trophy? One win Penn State. Uh, so I mean, again, I, I just I don't see how you can make that argument. Yeah, you know, and, and SC barely beat Arizona State in Arizona. They. they Clipped Utah pretty good. They clipped Washington State pretty good, and then they barely beat UCLA. I think UCLA better than probably anybody on Ohio State's schedule. Like I, Ohio State guy, I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with them changing the rules in the Big Ten for you, but I, I do think that there should be some punishment on part of the committee, and I guess we're going to find out. They're at least still top six. Ohio State and USC both three and two against the spread. Okay, so that tells you, like, blowing out. You're supposed to blow out teams. You're supposed to blow out, but oh, you know, uh, they were they were 37 and a half point favorites against Rutgers. They didn't cover that. Yeah, so blowouts are relative to your competition. And like I said, both both teams three and two against the number. I I, I don't see it with. I mean, the really what separates Ohio State is their name. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all that's that's all and, that they're and, writing on. And right now. I just I. I can't make a good case for him. And, I, and I, it's not like USC is uh, Washington State. It's freaking USC. Yeah. You know I, I, mean? well, I, don't, I don't think I can make I, I can't make a great case for them either. I'm, yeah, I'm not trying I, to I, say I, USC should be in the playoff. I'm trying to say that if, if, if USC is 13th, why is Ohio State fourth? Exactly. It doesn't fit. But uh, Alabama numero uno. Well, that's shocking. I don't even wow. think they're that good. Uh, how did that happen? Uh, Notre Dame's still second. God, I really think the the ACC should somebody should get COVID. Uh, that's the move, you know? honestly. And then then the only discussion is because uh, I don't even know if there's going to be a discussion un- unless Clemson hammers them. Clemson three, yeah. shocker. They'll somehow flip three and four depending on what happens, so that you don't get re- a rematch. Well. When no, when Notre Dame and Clemson play, they won't be two and three. No, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They, they'll, they'll flip that somehow if they remain. Like Notre Dame would drop to four. Yeah. So Iowa State six. They've got four and five to reveal. Yeah. Which... But I will say that does open up the back door for Iowa State. Because if Iowa State beats o- Oklahoma, who they've got in the top ten, it really does leave room for them to get in there, which is kind of surprising because Iowa State, not a brand name. And if there's too much heat about Ohio State, maybe maybe Iowa State's the team that gets in. Aggie's still five. Okay, so Ohio State four. But Iowa State also had they've got a they've got a data point still to play, right? That could jump them over Aggie even with two losses. 
because they would be their conference I, champions. Yeah, I don't know that that'll get it done. It might for Oklahoma, but I don't think it gets it done for Iowa State. But Oklahoma and Iowa State have the same record. They and, do, but the, you, you and, talk about brand names. I mean, well, no. and Iowa State's already beat Oklahoma. Iowa State beat both the brand name teams in in, in the Big Twelve. And Greg Sankey said, I think last week or the week before, that they are giving extra points to conference champions when they rank them. If you have a championship next to your title, but I really th- and the only team that, yeah, the only team that affects is A and M. I I, th- I think A and M, even though they're fifth, has the least path to get in. Yeah, I, I because I, I think if Ohio State is somehow knocked out, like let's say Ohio State loses, I think they they reward Iowa State for for beating Oklahoma twice in a season, and, and they put them in there. I would, boy, I don't know if they do that because A&M is playing a garbage Tennessee team. They are, but I I think and the the other thing the other the other factor would be if they put A and M in that spot. They'd have to play Alabama again, and we've already seen that. It's a four touchdown game. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. They'll they won't they won't leave Clemson and Notre Dame two three in that right. Situation. But would they would they bump A and M to three to yeah. three yeah to avoid getting a Notre Dame Clemson rematch and an Aggie Alabama rematch? Imagine yeah. that you're A and M you you beat Tennessee and you move up to third. I I have a hard time seeing it. I, I don't because they would like okay. So if Notre Dame loses. It's easy to put them fourth with one loss. Right. Uh, yeah, what if Clemson loses? Uh, well, then they're out. Right. That Then you're going to have... Is Iowa State in or is uh, is Aggie? Well, I think that's that'll be the debate. And I, you know, I think they want to put Oklahoma in. That's, that's why Oklahoma is where they are. If they win that game, that's the one I'd be more worried about than Iowa State. Well, but in that, if that were the case, I think they would have had Oklahoma even higher. Like, I, I think 10. Well, no, because then the win will be over number six. I guess 10 feels like the yeah. safe zone. Like, they could have yeah. easily put Oklahoma at eight, and nobody would nobody would have questioned it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or seven, even. They could have put them where they've got Florida. No one would have no said, oh, Oklahoma's really hot. Like, Oklahoma at 10 makes me feel like, boy, that's they've got a lot to jump if they're going to get in there. But... You'd probably jump Cincinnati. You'd certainly jump Georgia. Yeah. And you'd jump Iowa State for beating them. Yep. So suddenly that's it's not that far-fetched. But yeah, I think we'll see what happens. But I I almost think it's it's still set. I, I think Ohio State, if they're leaving them four now, they're not going to bump them no matter what. So they'll be in. And I don't think... Barring a loss to Northwestern, obviously. Yeah, but I don't think anybody I don't think that's going to happen either. So I, I think it really would have, and almost like the way it's set up, almost makes me feel like if no, like no matter how badly Notre Dame gets beat, if Clemson beats them by thirty, Notre Dame will drop to four. Right, they're not going to drop them out because there's not a, there's not a viable option to replace them with, is what they're going to say. Well, if you the way Fred was talking, if you put Aggie at three, I mean, are you going to say that they wouldn't stand a puncher's chance versus a Clemson or a Notre Dame mm. at two? Uh, and then have them go think, on to a I, championship and get just massacred by Alabama. I think Aggie could probably play with Notre Dame. I don't think Aggie can play with Clemson. Yeah, I mean, but well, I mean, Notre Dame beats beats Clemson by a narrow victory. Then you have Notre Dame at two, Aggie at three, and Clemson at four. No, Clemson will be. They'll have two losses. They have two they'll losses, be out. Yeah. Okay. They'd be gone. And no title. But so. okay, either then you'd still have Aggie Notre Dame. For the first game, and then going on Aggie versus Bama, if they pull off 
against Notre I don't think, Dame. Yeah, I don't think they want Aggie Bama again. <laughs> I don't think they do either. Well, no, that's, I think they don't want it in the first round, but they they would assume Notre Dame would beat Aggie, and I don't know if that's the case. And that's pretty unbelievable. But by the way, Alabama would, would hose Notre Dame, too. Let's not act like, oh, oh yeah. 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 It's just I, Aggie that would get its ass Yeah. So. I just don't think that they the committee would want to see a championship where everybody turns it off after the first quarter because it's thirty five seven Alabama. Um, they might get that no matter what they want. Yeah, that doesn't. That I, I, I got news for you. You you ain't making up a team that's suddenly better no. than them. All right, quick break. It is the Blitz on ninety two five. This is the Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz. On ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz here on 92.5. So he says, here's the argument against A&M. They didn't win their conference. They didn't win their division in their conference. Enough said. Yeah, except that's just a uh, uh, that's a pretty simplistic way of looking at it, uh, considering that the number one team in the country is, is in their conference and in their division and clearly the best team in college football. But like, I'm not going to sit here and try to make you – know, if you want to really break down the argument against A&M, you've got to go look at quality of competition. And who did they really beat? And so the Florida win looks good. Still, even though they lost to LSU, Auburn, eh, you start getting into that. And well, now LSU beat Florida, so that's a good one. That win. makes the LSU win better, right? <laughs> Has to. Um, but that, and that's part of the problem with when you start getting into it gets convoluted. Yeah, it, it, but it's not, you just, it, you can't do the enough said thing with that because it's just, it, it's too simplistic, man. That's not how this stuff operates. And, you know, this is, if they've decided that six games is enough for Ohio State, clearly, and as long as they win, this is not going to be a discussion. A and M is not getting in over Ohio State if Ohio State wins their conference. I think that's. I mean, they they pretty much told you that today, right? Yeah, that's pretty much what it says. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I've I've got my take on it. I I, I don't I don't think they're going to they're not going to change my mind. Beating Northwestern won't change my mind. Right. I, I just I, I think the argument that. I think both of us are trying to make is if you're going to have Ohio State in this conversation, why isn't USC in this conversation? I think that's a really good question because Ohio State hasn't done anything that U- that USC hasn't done. Right. And it, it's not, I mean, it's not like Ohio State is a way bigger brand name than USC. The, these are football blue bloods. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just that we've gotten used to Ohio State being there. So it's just assumed, well, they'll, they'll be there. It's, it's, it's odd. I think a committee deciding what teams are deserving to play is bleeping lame, and I hate this same discussion every year. Even with yeah. the, they said the league needs to get real ass playoffs, except it's not. I mean, unless you're going to do an eight team playoff and guarantee uh, a certain amount of spots, which... I wish they do away with conferences. I know that'll never happen, but like, just let everybody schedule the kind of schedule that they want to. Let you know, like we always see uh, these this team schedule for like the next eight years. They're out of conference schedule. Like, let them all go out and negotiate and try to create these big games. Or just have like a, uh, and this would never happen, but have the NCAA randomly assign you who you're going to play each given year? I'd, I'd be for that. They'll never do it. No, I, got, I don't want the NCAA having 
any more power than what they already have. Because yeah. you really think that that's like saying that's like the people who want free college. And I like, guess do we it gets really away. want the state taking over college? Yeah, and I guess it gets away from like the uh, the rivalry of like with the things that make college yeah. football good. I, I'm, I, I'm okay with conferences. I'd like to see. Yeah, I, I would like to see it to where you basically went to five conferences that have like 16 teams each, and then you have your. I'd be for that too. You have your your champions of those, uh, and then one you, you'd argue over one wild card. Basically, you take your five champions and. One wild card and do a sixteen playoff. Your two best teams get buys, and, and that would solve everything, right? Because you well, have to win your conference to get there, and everybody have a conference championship game. But I, you know, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. And it's well, I mean, let's face it: we could make four conferences with sixteen teams, probably. Yeah, and really, that would that would encompass basically everybody who's ever going to matter in college football, anyway. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams you could like. There's no there. reason Vanderbilt needs to be in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's, I mean, I get for Vanderbilt it's great because it's it's great money and it, right. and it keeps the SEC's grade point average up. But it, like if but for, for football, Kentucky for football, doesn't even need to be. Yeah, in there. for football it'd be great if we could find like and maybe even have like a relegation system. How about that? Yeah, that I'd be down with. You, you know me, I'm I'm. That's one thing that. I've I've always said about soccer that I really like. I love the relegation system. So have two have four sixteen team conferences, and if you finish last in your conference, then you get bumped down to the lower conference, and whoever wins their conferences in that lower tier gets bumped up. Yeah, you do the you basically so you, you keep the the four that you have, the four big ones, and then you have four smaller ones basically. And as so as, you'd have the you'd have four teams move up or down every year. And I get that like the TV contracts and stuff is why these conferences stay together now anyway, but as we f- get further away from big time TV contracts and we start going towards like streaming contracts are more valuable, I think it's viable. You, you know you know when that would end when Texas got relegated. <laughs> yes, or or you know, <laughs> yeah, a USC or, or, or Michigan like Michigan Notre going, Dame. Yeah. 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 But people uh, wouldn't like that, but it, it that'd be I think it'd be awesome. Uh, I yeah, it is, but it'll never happen because unfortunately this is you know, hundreds of years of hundred years plus of tradition and how they've done conferences. Well, but they changed it up with the uh, the you know the the playoffs and it, you know all the, the have, BCS I, the but, BCS was a big change. But that was you know those were kind of easy incremental changes. Doing something like that would require an act of God. I I, yeah. I, I mean I wish they'd do it. I just don't see it. I mean that that would make a lot of sense, and yeah, you know, it, it it would also it would make. I think you're going to get into a, a, an issue with these TV contracts down the road because you know I, I don't know how much money's going to be out there. I don't. I just don't think it's going to be like it's been over the last few years, where there's just unlimited money. ESPN keeps laying people off. How much more money are they really going to spend on this stuff? Um, and, and if the market doesn't demand it. Then you're going to see, you know, I think you're going to see smaller TV deals at some point. Um, well, you're already seeing them. Yeah, you know, you, you think if ESP, like if ESPN had to do it over again, you think the Longhorn Network's a thing? Oh God, no. I mean, it's, it's, they've they, learned. That was They've like learned an eleven-year deal. That uh, you know, they're just hoping that thing. Yeah, ends but, at some but they've point. they've learned lessons uh, that they were overpaying for these things. I wonder if they at some point haven't gone to them and say, "Can we just buy you out of this?" Thing? Oh, I'm sure they'd love to. And Texas is like, nope, nope, no, we're good. Yeah. Uh, get back to us, uh, what, five more years, whatever yep. it is? All right. Quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's The Blitz on ESPN 92.5. Oh, you would know. Not-
answer that? To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. ACA could be tweaked, reformed, or repealed in the future. But for now, employers must comply. Visit hrp.net for help. This is The Blitz on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. We were just talking. I think I'm going to come up with what college football would look like under the relegation system. It would be kind of fun. Yeah. And it would be, I mean, your four main conferences would be the, you'd essentially bump the Big 12 down. Because Texas and OU... Probably Oklahoma State are going elsewhere. Um, I don't know how many other schools in there would actually qualify. But if you're the ACC, you can get rid of a lot of Wake Forests and Georgia Techs and stuff like that. I think there's there's something to be said for it. Yep. All right, I got to do is that again. They'll never do it. But no, it's nice. no, it's fun to muse about. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's it's speculation. All right, let's do is that Jewelers Gym of the Day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Zanoc Jeweler gym of the day. All right. I don't think I've ever used the dog ate my homework as an excuse. Uh, I don't think any any one of us ever probably did that. That's one of those things that nobody believes. I would come up with something a lot more creative. Like I was abducted by aliens. But apparently... A uh, young man in the Philippines, the dogs really did eat his homework, and they have it on video. Well, there you go. He, uh, he, what is he, a liar? Uh, no. No, well, he's actually telling the truth this right. one time. Uh, the, the large dog is uh, basically walks in. There's a, where, there's a few sheets of paper on the desk. Uh, the dog drags him down onto the ground and starts tearing away, and the smaller dog joins him, and they start uh, basically fighting over what turns out to be the teenager's homework. Damn. And uh, apparently it was a group project, so this, his classmates were not happy to find their work shredded on the floor. Um, and they they viewed the footage, and that's what happened. So, yeah, just, just trying to have a little fun there. I mean, and listen, you, if the kid's not lying, he's not lying. Yeah, I, I give him credit, because nobody's going to use that excuse unless it really happened. And that is your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the gym of the day. The Zanoc Jeweler gym of the day. Fred, why are you trying to make everything like soccer? I'm just trying to make everything like football. No, I I would do that with everything. (laughs) Relegation, I think, is the greatest thing they've come up with. The rest of the sport, forget about it. You know, got no use for it. But that—that is the smartest—the smartest thing they do. And but you think about eliminating all these teams tanking. Oh yeah, I mean no more of that. Yeah, I mean if you if you had that in every sport, then the motivation is is a hundred percent. So I'm not trying to make everything soccer. Nice try. Um, I visited in the if, I visited family in the Philippines one time, and it happened to a cousin's Lego set. Uh, no, we, if we get into everything, dogs will eat. <laughs> dogs will eat a lot of stuff. Like, dog, dogs will eat dog poop. Yeah, that, so it, it's it's disgusting sometimes. I I like to use. Like plastic cups for my drinks, because the wife has those pint glasses. She loves the glass. I don't like using the glass because, you know, I tend to knock you get them. drunk and break it. I can, yeah, I tend to knock them over sometimes. 
So I like using those plastic cups. If I leave it out to where the dog can get it and like walk outside or something and come back, it's it's chewed up. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Well, you have bad dogs. Yeah, they're not bad dogs. They're just out of <laughs> the the little one is just you, you know well, I don't want to say they're bad because they're they're good most of the time. You've got un, you've got undisciplined dogs is what you've got. I've got a bipolar dog. It's like she's the sweetest thing in the world one minute and then if I see her running down the stairs, I know she's got something she's not supposed to have. And it's like a game to her. Uh, it, 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 she'll, like, hide and then go take off downstairs. I'm like, oh, man. Uh, but uh, then I'll go and tell her, hey, give it here. And she'll bring it back. It's just part of her game. So, uh, you know what? I, I actually might have today. I, coronavirus. I, I, no, I don't have coronavirus. Oh. Well, that's good. I have a uh, relatively positive update today. Okay. Um, still too many cases. All right, let's let's. But that effective reproduction rate, which when it's over one, and last week it was like one point oh eight, is kind of scary. Down to zero point nine four. That's how fast it's in the it's increasing. So that's a positive. Um, the testing rate is still too too high. Seven point nine percent positivity rate. That's up from last week. But the last two days, we've had under 2,000 new cases a day, which means that maybe we're not surging ahead the way everybody thought, because last week the average was 2,000, and they admitted only 161 new patients this, uh, yesterday compared to 195 a day last week. All right. So two days in a row, we're, I mean, the numbers are still too high. Let's, let's not, I'm not sugarcoating it in any way and saying, hey, this is good, but Everybody was really worried about the whole Thanksgiving thing. I think maybe maybe it didn't explode the way we thought. But we have to keep an eye on it. That's what we have to do with these things. And the other positive is that people have the, the vaccine now. I mean, not us. People, right, not us. I, I, I don't know when, when normal people are going to get it. But, yeah, I, I offered to take it first because if you're going to turn into a zombie. Yeah, but we wouldn't know. Well, not, you wouldn't know if you were Zombie Fred or just regular Fred because eh, you already look kind of like true. Zombie Fred. But if I but if I got to Zombie Fred in a month, then you guys would know not to take it. Yeah, but, but yeah. how will we know the difference? Uh, you already look like you're dead. Uh, but I don't eat flesh. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to be the test dummy for that. Oh, <laughs> one day I come to work and Fred eats me. Eh. Oh, now I know. <laughs> I have a lock on my door. So yeah, <laughs> doesn't seem like a good deal for me. Hey, can we talk? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the beginnings of a of a zombie movie. Zombie radio. Oh, I wish I could hear what he's saying right now. The USCAD talking oh. to the sports center. I wonder what he's saying. I, I honestly, boy, USC's not a program I normally feel sorry for because they've got every advantage in the world and somehow don't seem to uh don't seem to use it. But I, I if I'm if I'm USC, I'm pretty pissed. I'm pretty pissed about this whole thing. Um yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, I, I can't make a, a... And if USC ends up undefeated, it means they'll have beat Oregon this weekend, which is probably another win that's better than anything Ohio State will have done. Yeah. Are you, do you think Oregon's... I don't think Oregon's anything special, mm. but, I, I mean, I, I don't know what... I mean, there's no, no, there's no one on the... On Ohio State's schedule, that you go, wow, that's a really yeah good win. You don't really on, no, you don't. Yeah. But that's but 
that's what I'm saying. Why the discrepancy if it's basically the same? And I don't know. Whatever. And just guys, don't spread misinformation. So basically vaccine trials from Pfizer have already caused cerebral palsy in trial patients. <laughs> that is totally false. It is incorrect. It is uh, cerebral palsy uh, patients may be at higher risk, but they're also at higher risk for the Rona. So that, that's just absolutely 100% fake. Yeah. Shame. So don't don't send stuff like that. I, 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 just because you read it on Facebook, it's not real. And my number is Oregon, one and a half favorites over Indiana. Okay. <laughs> I, I probably agree with that. And, uh, yeah, so if you're going to spout stuff like that, Send a legitimate link to the story, which I can then describe. There's not one. There's not one, no, because that's just, yeah. I mean, guys, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. That's 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 your business, but don't spread misinformation about it to try to get other people not to do it, because I'm going to do it. I, I, I'm going to do flu vaccines. Why am I not going to do this? And if it keeps me from spreading it to somebody else, so be it. Yeah. And... You know, if it winds up, hey, listen. There's dangers to everything we do. I mean, let's let's. I, I I've joked about this for my blood pressure medication, uh, and but the the medication I'm on for blood sugar, they actually have one of those TV commercials that you see all the time, and everybody looks all happy because they're on Jardians. It's like, oh, this is all great. You're gonna be great, and then they do the whole thing at the end. You know, uh, may cause may cause death, may cause this, may cause that, and I'm like reading all that, going, eh, you know, I'm, I'm taking that every day. <laughs> but I mean that's that's just part of it, you know, and that, that it hasn't affected me as far as I know. So, yeah. Anyway, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six if you want to get in. Uh, is the AFC a trash? AFC South a trash division? Yes or no? AFC what, what, South. Yeah. What do we think of the AFC South as a division? Uh, because Lamont brought this up over the weekend when when the Texans were winning the division, we would talk about well they're they're the best team in a a, a bad division. Do we still think the AFC South is a bad division? I don't think it's a bad division. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a good division. Yeah, I thought it was better last year when you had three legitimate playoff contenders. Uh, this year you only had two. So when you have three teams that are vying for the playoffs, you're a solid division. Yeah, yeah. There's not this that. year when you have two. I guess it depends on the two. But well, if you and had, what the bottom two the, the, this year the bottom two are pretty bad. Yeah, agreed. And and the top two are I, I mean they're about what they were last they're year. They're good. Yeah. I don't know if they're Super Bowl contenders. Good. I think everything. I, well, when you put Tennessee in the like, I I think they're one of those teams that especially the way these playoffs are set up now, everything's going to have to fall right for them. Uh, and I think the same thing for the Colts. I don't think it's impossible. But boy, it, a lot would have to happen. I certainly, I, I mean, if you were drafting, like, so you, who's your first choice? Who's gonna, who's gonna go to the Super Bowl or the AFC? Chiefs. Who's second choice? Might be Bills right now. Okay, third, Steelers. Fourth, it's probably Titans and probably. Colts. Four or five, right? It's it's Titans. I don't know if I'm ready to throw the Ravens out yet. I, I'm with mix. you. Uh, so, I, but I think you're in. Are that. you putting the Browns ahead of the Titans no. or the Colts? No, I'm not. That, so that's what are the Steelers. Yeah, I put the Steelers. Oh, you put, you had the Steelers third. Yeah, That's right. Steelers already beat both of them. Too. Okay, so you're you're talking about your your division leader is probably the weakest of the division leaders, and you've got two teams that are pretty much bottom feeders. I don't know. It's not an awful conference, but it's not great either. 
Yeah. Mm. It's slightly I, below I, I average, think I think. The Steelers haven't played the Colts yet. They play them this week. So that'll that'll tell us a little bit. I'll go slightly below average. Yeah, I mean... But, I mean... I think it's the weakest conference see, in the AFC. Yeah, I, maybe. Because like, when you look at the East, it's like, okay, the Bills are the best team, but the drop-off to the Dolphins... Don't I mean, you think the don't Dolphins you, are only a game behind the Bills? I know, but don't you think the wouldn't you take the Titans and Colts over the Dolphins? Probably. So, but you take the Bills over them, so it's kind of the same. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a bad division. I just don't think it's as good as it's been. It's about on par with the AFC East, honestly, because the Pats and the Texans are about the same. The Jets and the Jags are about the same. Yeah. But is I mean, does the West really have anything other than the Chiefs? No. But they've they've got mostly mediocre. Well, the Chargers are pretty awful. Yeah, the char- Chargers are. I mean, if they hadn't played the Falcons this week, yeah, be sitting on two wins still. All right, quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN ninety two five. This is the Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back. Wrap things up with a little, hey man, bleep that. I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. This is a, uh, it's a big story. It's been all over the place. We haven't talked about it, though. Taylor Swift's new album? Well, no, I wouldn't say bleep that. (laughs) Uh, how about Joel Osteen getting $4.4 million in PPP loans uh, after he said he didn't get any of that? Mm. Mm. Bro, the third largest PPP loan approved for a Houston area entity during all of July and August. Uh, I mean, obviously hit hard by COVID, but those guys had some money to fall back on. Yeah. I mean... Boy, if they if they actually needed money, then maybe sell a jet. I think you got more than one. Um, it wasn't the only uh, one to receive, the only church to receive uh, over a million dollars in the greater Houston area. Federal data shows that over a thousand religious entities in the Houston area were approved for the loan. Of all the churches approved, though, Lakewood received the largest in Houston. Uh, I. These these churches are they're tax free, like this dude's a, a multi millionaire taking a, a, a four four point four million dollar PPP loan, while you know these damn good burger spots are going under. Give me a break. I, to that I say, hey man, f- that no kidding. So uh, just as a follow up to texter with complete misinformation, the story he was referring to was a. Facebook thing that said uh, COVID-19 trial participants were getting Bell's palsy. Facebook is the devil. I know, it it is. There was uh, basically four people out of 38,000 developed it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it was because of the vaccine, because if you put it in perspective, uh, the annual incident rate for Bell's palsy with the general population is around 23 cases per 100,000 people. Uh, or fifteen to basically between fifteen and thirty per, per one hundred thousand people. 
So for four cases out of 38,000 trial participants. It's not that far off. The... It comes to 11 out of 100,000 yeah. people. So it's actually less. So to, to take that and try to put it out there as, oh, this is causing this. And it, it's just, guys, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But don't spread misinformation, especially now. I mean, we, we're trying to get a little light at the end of the tunnel. We're all trying to get some positive news. And, and whether or not people are going to want to get vaccinated or not is, is, again, that's your individual choice. I got no problem with it. But don't spread misinformation just to get people to come around to your way of thinking. To that, I say, hey, man, f- that. Are you sure that wasn't on Parlor? I, I don't. Yeah. So. Uh, so a guy in Florida was arrested recently, and he's not born and raised in Florida. So this isn't really a good Florida man story because he was born and raised in Massachusetts. But, but those people suck, too. The Florida, yeah. oh. the Florida of the North, as it's yeah, called. Exactly. Uh, 59-year-old Jeffrey Randall was arrested after he got into an, into an argument with somebody who was at his house about basically not respecting teams from Boston, dude. Oh. Why are you not? You've got to respect the Pats. Why, what's wrong with the Celtic? So the guy he was arguing with, he went and shoved him twice. And the guy's actually disabled and not able to defend himself. Wait, the guy from Boston? No, the guy he shoved and started attacking. I mean, is shoving a disabled guy the most Boston thing ever, though? uh, Other than banging fat girls? Yes. With bad accents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he was arrested on misdemeanor charges for attacking or a misdemeanor battery charge. He was released later in the day, but his rap sheet includes... Theft, trespassing, disorderly intoxication, probation violation, and battery of a law enforcement officer. Just to name a few. Mm. But I d- why are you get so mad about your damn sports teams that not only you're going to attack another human, Passion. but you're going to attack a disabled guy yeah. over not liking the Pats? Hey, man, f*** that. Oh, I've, I've what seen- about Tommy? Th- Tom's a bum now. Now, no. We got Bill. Bill is out here proving that Tom can't do anything. <laughs> Crazy. What are you gonna Sports do? fans are nuts. They are. Uh, a guy, Donnie, said, you know, uh, he was listening to the show from yesterday, and he said, you were right about uh, uh, about this uh, being a fan, of like a sports fan. He said, my friends and other fans have ruined my being a fan of my team's also, the franchises and the players of those franchises, I was a fan of as well. That helped with the, the, the F the fan in me. Just entertain me, sports leagues. That's the way to do it. Just have fun watching the games. Like, don't, die, don't live and die with teams. It's, not, it, it's just Some people like to live and die, though. Ugh. Some people love that emotional roller coaster. They love the highs and lows. I don't. I'm a robot. I, I, honestly, I, I can't get worked up about anything anymore. And that's fine. I mean, to me, everything is just, uh, okay, that that was cool or that sucked. But there are people who love that. They love drama. They love the, that's why, that's why there's so many awful shows on TV like that. This is us because it's all drama and it's all, oh, this is so sad. It's just give them a Xanax and the show's over. I mean, that, that's, I I think there are a lot of people who enjoy that stuff. I don't get people who want to be sad. There are, there's like, I just feel sad today. I want to listen to sad music. It's like, Dude, if I have a sad thought in my head, it's like, get the bleep out of my head, bro. What are you doing there? Let's play some rock and roll. Let's get fired up. Let's have a good day. It's just kind of how I approach it. But 
You know, I, I, you, you should get sad when you, know, you lose somebody in your family or something horrible happens. But just being sad in general, and I think that's what sports fans like to do. It's like, oh, well, if you're a sports it ruined, fan. It ruined my Sunday that the Texans didn't show up against the Bears. If you're a sports fan, guess what? What? Tonight? Let it be low and bro? No. No. Okay. Rockets preseason debut. Woo, James Harden. I'll be watching every minute. Uh, I I have zero. I'm such a fan. I'll be watching every minute, but listening in my earpiece. You to are the... fake news. Oh, well, yeah. I think you're a liar. Sir. I am a liar. You're That's a liar. A, I made that story up. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I got zero interest in home debut. I guess no. It's but it's Harden's debut. He is playing right. So, boy, that's that's no reason to watch. <laughs> but hey, if you're into it, like Rockets fan, might want to see how this new group looks. With you know, see how Wall and and Harden mesh. You know, Wall looked pretty good over the weekend for a guy who's been dead for three years. Cousins looked okay, but you know, I, I have no interest in preseason basketball. I have, I have really very little interest in preseason anything, but especially since basketball just ended, I don't. I didn't need it back in my life this fast. I was happy when it ended. I ain't in any rush to start watching games, especially preseason. So, Purdue, Indiana canceled. Yeah, first time will be the first time they haven't played that game since 1920. The Frisco Bowl was canceled after SMU dropped out. <sighs> I was looking forward to that Frisco Bowl. SMU is SMU has been one of the worst culprits, and they still managed to get ten games in. I know that's unbelievable. They they just play a game and then pass it on to the the last team they played. Yeah. All right, that's gonna wrap it up. We'll be back on 97.5 tomorrow. Really good job today, Aaron. Hoffman, you were pretty good today. Thanks, man. Um, I've been worse. I, you know, I sucked, but I usually suck. It just wasn't as bad as I could be. We'll do it again tomorrow. Till then, stay rona free, bitches. Trophy winner Troy Smith, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. Go Bucks!